0: What's your weird story? Hello, Weirdsville. It's time once again for the What's Your Weird Story podcast, your weekly podcast of true stories that are strange, unusual, bizarre, scary, spooky, supernatural, paranormal, and all kinds of fun and they're true stories by the people who lived them. And with you is me, your host, Adam Beebe, and also your other host, Barry Johnston. Hello, Barry.
1: Hello, Weirdsville. How's it going? How are things in uh, your neck of the woods, sir?
0: Oh, they are pretty good. I stumbled a little bit there, I think, while I was uh, trying to think of different adjectives to describe <laughs> <laughs> stories. Uh, but yeah, man, pretty good, you know, just trying to uh get back to a little bit of normal lifeness you know continue to ease back into doing things um i know you went to a concert a few weeks ago yeah yeah and uh and so i went to a uh, a comic book convention oh cool uh here the other day Very and cool. uh yeah it was it was cool everybody there was you know everybody was masked up uh-huh. um which is you know good you know, yeah. people were taking it seriously, but uh, it's still a lot of fun. I like to go uh, for the art and uh, to talk to the professional artist and then also to, uh, you know, enthusiastic amateurs, kind of like myself, I suppose. Um, you know, sometimes I'll get them to uh, doodle or make a drawing for me. That's a lot of fun. And, of course, I dig around for, you know, stop for comics and stuff to read. Um but also, you know, there's all sorts of cool stuff there. They've got – they always have, like, you know, for the people who are in anime and uh, there's all this pop culture stuff. You know, they'll have, like, stars uh, sometimes. This time they had some people from, uh, like, the Flash TV series and some uh, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh, nice. And. Nice. Um, they had a, a guy from dr who uh, who i wanted to go and talk to but the line was too long yeah um, and uh, but i saw him a couple of years ago at another convention I saw him and we kind of he gave me a nod and a wink and i gave him a finger gun so, uh, nice, you know nice nice you know, with, uh, where do they do John that Barrowman,
1: his, okay so where do they do that at is that like a a convention center or
0: yeah. When the bigger ones are at convention centers. And this is usually, it's the, usually the bigger one here in Cincinnati. Uh, although this year, obviously it was smaller because, um, you know, just uh, people were just not as, you know, some people still very hesitant to, to, to go out and be part of it. And I, I totally understand that. I was a little right. worried myself, but I, you know, I, I, Took all the precautions, and again, everybody ha- was masked, and they had hand sanitizer all over the place. But uh, it was cool. Good. A um, lot of lot of cool cosplay stuff, and I always forget to take photos, but then I don't really share them. And I was, I don't know, it seems a little creepy for me to me <laughs> that I would go up to somebody, you know, because it's usually women. Yeah, yeah. You know,
1: oftentimes they're... scantily clad. Uh, yes. At times, yeah.
0: yeah. Yes. Yes. And so, I mean, and, and if you go up and ask them, you know, nine times out of ten, they're perfectly okay with it. Yeah. You yeah, know, I mean, yeah. that's why they dress up and yeah. why they go. Yeah. Enjoy that. Um, But, you know, if you just take it on the sly or something like that, that's a little bit on the creepy side. And yeah. I don't want to yeah. do that for sure. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, I mean, that's, consent, you know, kind of a thing. But also, I feel creepy, you know, just going up to a stranger and being like, oh, I your your costume. Can I take a picture? You know? I'd, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, I have sometimes when people are really exceptionally good. There was a guy dressed as Sailor Moon okay. a couple years ago. Nice, nice. And I had to take that because he had a big beard and everything. And it was just sure. like, just you know, hilarious. Um, but yeah, man, that was a lot of fun. and. Cool. It, you know, it was good to get back to do something kind of normal because, yeah. you know, I really haven't done a lot of normal things yet. You know, I haven't gone to yeah. a concert or I haven't gone to a movie theater again. And, you know, yeah. even with all the precautions that everybody's put in place, it's still, you know, just kind of like yeah, safety is still, you know, a primary concern.
1: Oh, of me, course, so. of course. But, you know, I mean, we, we, we need to uh, move on as, as society in a way that... uh We can get together because we're pack animals, you know, we got, we, we need that. We need that sense of, uh, camaraderie Mm -hmm. and that's a good thing, man. I think that's great. And you know, you, and like you say, you're, you're doing all you can do to keep yourself safe. Unfortunately, this is a situation where just still not a lot known about exactly how this thing, uh, transfers. Uh, we're, we're no, we're finding out more and more, but, um, you know we all we can do is uh, take the precautions that we see yep. fit and um and just try as much as we can to live a somewhat normal or a new normal kind of a a life you know yeah
0: yeah yeah try to uh, try to adjust to the new normal right you
1: know? exactly exactly so. N- not to bring anybody down, but uh, I do want to talk about this a little bit uh this week we lost one of the comic greats norm macdonald passed away and yeah. uh, dude i have not laughed more in the last 5 or 6 days i've gone back through and just started scouring youtube for all mm-hmm. the norm stuff that i can get my hands on and uh he was he was just a he was truly a genius he was absolutely um an original voice in the, in the, in the comic world. And, um, mm-hmm. he will be greatly missed. He was, uh, I tell you, he's one of those guys that he just agrees with me as far yeah. as like the way that he, if you told him to do one thing, he would do another. And, yeah. and that I just have so much respect for the way that he handled his life. And, um, um, it just, uh, if you go back and watch some of the footage of him, especially the Bob Saget roast, which is the famous roast that he was involved in, where he got up there and he bombed on purpose, he he told <laughs> he told he told a bunch of jokes out of like a 1950s joke book, um, and it was like. Half of the comedians that were up there on stage got it, but then the other half kind of didn't understand why he would do that, you know? Cuz yeah, yeah. a roast is usually your chance to just bury people yeah. and shine. And uh he uh he took the opposite approach, which was uh really fascinating, man, but he uh he was awesome, man. Um you know, I've just been going, and I've been listening to a lot of people's tributes to him, as far as um, just different comedians, and um, you know, some inside scoop on some things. And you know, he was really loved by everyone in the comic world. They just loved yeah. him, and he was a comedian's comedian. You know, yes, just one indeed. of those, yeah, one of those guys, man. But uh, just a great guy, and a uh, an unfortunate loss. So I wanted to just uh, you know mention that
0: yeah he he really was dude I agree with everything he said there um and i for me he told one of the funniest stories I've ever heard yeah. um uh, <laughs> that I about you know like pissed myself um when he was early on and uh and this goes back to like the nineties yeah. and that's how much it stuck with me, but he was on uh Conan O'Brien yeah uh and he told this story about um this time when he was like, I think about 19 or 20 years old, he was a young guy and he went out with his buddies and he got really drunk and uh, how his buddies wanted to leave. But he kind of was like, yeah. didn't want to go. And he's kind of fought them a little bit. And so they're like, all right, fine, stay. And how he made this friend with this big, scary, burly guy. And then uh, how, you know, at some point he blacks out and then he wakes up the next day in a uh, strange place. And he looks over and he sees he's on a cot. And he looks over and there's another that big guy is on a cot next to him. And um, it the big guy had checked them both into a rehab center. <laughs> And this was the first time like like I think this might have been like one of the first times he ever got drunk or something okay, like that. Yeah. And uh yeah, so it was just it's just hilarious. <laughs> if you can find that on yeah, YouTube. Man. Uh, yeah. It's it's just so funny. Oh, it's he's just so great. funny.
1: He's so funny, um, man. So Yeah,
0: funny. just just, a, just a, a loss of laughter. So yeah. but yeah. yeah. So rest in peace, Norm.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, speaking of some odd uh, passings. Uh, our c- guest today uh, tells quite a few stories about folks that have passed and gone on to the other side.
0: Yes, very nice segue, my friend. Thank you, sir. Um, <laughs> today's <laughs> guest is Travis, and he is one of the hosts of the Ghosts in the Night podcast. Um, they are a uh, out of they're also out of here in ohio um and travis contacted us through the facebook and we're about doing a a promo exchange and then i was like well hey you want to be on our show and so he was able to step up when we had a cancellation so we had a last minute uh fill in and he helped us out and man he had some great stories to share um, and he's he and his partner. They go a little bit further than just talking to people. They go out and investigate. Um, but uh, as you'll hear, he's got a little bit more of an insight uh, in his investigations than than most people. It seems. Ooh, spooky, ominous. Travis, thank you so much for joining us. What's your weird story?
2: Um, well, I mean, i I've got, being as I'm in the, the world. I've got a plethora, but you know, some of the ones that like the first one that popped into mind was, uh, 10 years ago, actually 10 years ago, this past Monday, my, my father passed away. Mm. Oh, sorry and, to hear uh, that, man. Thank you. And, um, so, you know, that whole shit show pops off and, you know, I'm a young man. I, I, I was yep. couch surfing, all that yeah. being a young dumb kid, and then I get the phone call that my dad had died, so I have to try to be a grown-up and make that whole thing work. So, you know, a little while time passes by, I go do the funeral and everything like that, and then uh, get permission from the police, because it's all in probate, obviously. Mm. <laughs> Excuse me. So, get the permission from the police. They're like, yeah, man, if you don't have his keys, we can't stop you from going and, you know, inventorying his estate and getting in the house and everything so i go get in the house end up living there for you know three or four months until i start figuring some stuff out for myself yeah and at the time i was uh like newly engaged Mm -hmm. that didn't work out too well but that's a whole nother weird story that (laughs) um so we, we were standing there for a little while and then you know everything was cool and uh it started getting strange because, like, I like when my when my dad passed away, we didn't have the best relationship. Uh, I was a little asshole, you know, making bad life choices, just doing dumb stuff. Yeah, doing, we've all in uh, there, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we weren't on the best terms when he passed away. So it starts getting weird. In like, I got really uh, like I don't even know how to explain it. Like morose, almost. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, Nothing, nothing really was working out or making sense in my head about anything and then uh, I started having these recurring dreams and like my ex if, you know if we still talked could corroborate all this but you know like, I'd wake up you know sweating or crying just hysterically mm-hmm. and every dream I was like I'd be in like the slums of Brazil or, or something crazy that doesn't make any sense like that and I was mm-hmm. just running like running from what ended up at the end of every dream, it would be my dad was still alive.
1: Mm.
2: Wow. Running from him because I knew that he wouldn't be happy with who I was. Right. <clears throat> so that started happening. Then, while all that was going on, we were in the house and, you know, normal suburban house, open floor plan on the downstairs, in you know, living room, dining room, kitchen. So you're sitting, would be sitting in the kitchen or the living room or the kitchen. And his, the master bedroom was above, right above the kitchen. You know, you just hear stuff up there. Like sometimes I'd go in there, we'd, we you know, find stuff knocked out over. Oh, wow, wow. Um, and then it started to get worse in that, um, it would happen when I was at work, which bothered me. She mm-hmm. would like, it would happen. Little stuff would happen while I was there. And then when I would go to work and she was there by herself, it would ramp up a little bit, It was really bothered me. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. like, that was my girl, you know, yeah, was, yeah. you to text her and keeps her safe from all the bad shit in the world. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm coming home from work all the time and she's telling me she heard somebody walking around in the, my dad's room or maybe heard like a door close or something up there. Wow. Stuff like that. And then like that just kept going for several months. Like every every couple of nights, I'd come home from work and she'd be like, "Yeah, oh, it, it happened again. Same old shit." I'm like hell? yeah, like yeah, we we didn't get along. I could see why he would want to fuck with me a little bit, you know, <laughs> my house, you little shit, you know, because I, I, I would have deserved it. But uh, I remember the 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 craziest one for me was uh, one night I I had to work a double, so I had been I'd been gone all day. And I came home at midnight, if not later. So late night, she worked at a bank at the time. So she was out the door by like seven. Yeah. <laughs> and we had actually just gotten, we were, I think, like maybe three months into having a couple puppies. So they were, you know, just absolute balls of joy that never thing to piss me off at all right <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, I came home from work one night when she sh- ver- should have been in bed she you know she was much more regimented and adult than me so she would have been in bed
1: yeah
2: and i come home and i pull in the driveway and i can see all the lights are on like every light downstairs and every visible light upstairs and I'm like, that, that that's that's a good start either I'm in trouble or someone's dead or there's dog shit everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And I come in and I, you know, I, I come walking in and she's like, I'm walking down the hallway from the front door into the kitchen. And she met me at that corner where we had the dog, the gate for the dogs. And she just had this look in her eye. And I was like, so what happened this time? And she said that, uh, while I was working, not too long before I I got off, because I, you know, I had a couple of beers before
1: yeah, I came yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A man's got to relax. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: I didn't tell him, Right, crazy.
1: right.
2: Um, a little while after I got off, before I came home, she uh, she was sitting there watching TV, getting ready to go to bed with the dogs. And she, as normal, said that she heard some footsteps and stuff walking around up in the master bedroom my dad's room and then heard the very distinct creak at the top of the stairs on that first stair when he starts to come down them. and said so she heard somebody coming down the stairs. like le- like legitimately thought like maybe I had come home when she wasn't paying attention or she was outside with the dogs or something damn. And I guess both the dogs woke up and got down off the couch and went over to the doggy gate and were just kind of chilling there. Waiting for somebody to come around the corner and she had nothing. She went looking for me or, you know, one of our friends, maybe that might've passed out and never f- woken up. Cause we're 21. You know, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So there's nobody there. All the lights are on. She's freaked out. I told her, I was like, babe, this is cool. It's not a big deal. So we go to bed and then, uh, pretty much the same thing happened to her the next night. And again, like this, it bothers the shit out of me, man. Cause I'm like, at the time, like, that's, we were engaged to be married and all that stuff. So I'm like, I, I don't, I can't, I feel like I can't protect you yeah, from right. something. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it was really fucking with my head. Yeah. And uh, it happened again. And then the day after that, I came home from work and like everything seemed so chill. Like, she seemed fine. Like, it, I, I got I got used to kind of coming home to a little
1: something, yeah,
2: drama, uh, yeah, like, like, a, like, a uh, it was just it got heavy and like kind of hectic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I came home and everything's cool. I was like, So, I'm guessing we had a good day today, and she was like, Yeah, work was fine, blah 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 blah. blah. And uh, she was like, Yeah, I talked to your dad, and I was like, Hold on, and you know, I, I've always I'll get into more of my dabbling and involvement with the paranormal and stuff like that at the end of this, just to, cause I can go on about little stuff, little stories here and there all day. But I was like, what the fuck do you mean? Yeah. You talk to my dad. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, well, and then she told me that she walked, she went up, she heard something as usual and I guess she wasn't, guess she, she just wasn't having it that night. And she said she went up there and, and mind you, this was several months into like little stuff happening here and there. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah.
2: It'd been going on for a while. There was nothing out of the ordinary for the household at the time. And, uh, I guess she said she went upstairs and she sat in my dad's bed in his room. And she was, she told him, she was like, you know, I, I, Obviously, didn't she didn't see him or anything like that? Yeah, she's man. She sat on the bed and she told she she said like you know she told him he was like you know I know you guys didn't get along, rightfully so, but you know she told him I was doing the things that of dad would want his kid his young man or young son to do. You know I'd, I'd started working full time again. I was starting part time. Making my way through community college and, you know, settling down, working towards getting a house with her and my dogs and maybe starting a life and all that stuff. And she told him, and she was like, you know, I, th- I think he's more of a person that you'd be proud of. And I guess when she did that, she just kind of felt like, you know, oh, it's so much so yeah. better.
1: Wow. Yeah. Like a little weight had been lifted off or something.
2: And then, well, sure as shit, man after that like nothing none of those audio experiences within the household uh my dreams stopped i've had them a couple times since and it's only when uh like some something comes up in my life and i know like i do something that yeah was the old me would have done yeah like, right stupid little decision or, or fuck up here and there like then i'll kind of have one of those dreams again but other than that after that night, everything kind of chilled out. Wow. Ever since then, like, you know, not to sound stereotypical or, or, you know, douchey, but like, I haven't really heard from my dad since then.
1: That's yeah. amazing, man. So is that something that you had as a child, like that ability to hear things? Yeah,
2: <laughs> I. Go ahead.
1: No, no, no. Just, uh,
2: yeah, that's what I was gonna. What I figured we'd move on to and, and touch on because you know I, I talk about it on our show a little bit, and my co-host he also knows about it. Like, I, I'm not big on uh, like psychic mediums and right. Clairvoyancy. like I, I'm not saying it's it's not a thing. I just think that the waters get muddy just like any. For other sure, prefer- man.
0: Oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't claim to be any of those things but you know my whole life i've either personal opinion i've either had some type of a sensitivity or more of a ability to tune into stuff going on around me Mm -hmm. or i've also always kind of theorized that something follows me
1: oh wow at what at what age did you start feeling that
2: oh i was little like i couldn't i couldn't tell you an exact age i'd say probably four or five
1: okay wow, wow. yeah I, like,
2: I, I, I specifically remember like i like any kid i was afraid of the dark mm-hmm. as a kid yeah and then out of nowhere i wasn't afraid of the dark anymore and like i find myself and i have i'm the youngest of five so i had four siblings both my parents in the house until i was like 10 i think they finally split and uh Like I went from being afraid of the dark to I would be the only one in the house up just randomly. I'd wake up at like two or three o'clock in the morning, just ready to go. Wow. I'd just be walking around the house, not no lights on, you know, I couldn't, I didn't, I wouldn't, I didn't have imaginary friends, but like I, in a weird way, I can say that I wasn't alone. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it, they got, it got, I'm not going to lie, it got a little weird. It got a little serial killer every once yep. in a while. Like, <laughs> right. It's like being in someone's room, like, just staring at them while they're asleep. like, hmm, all right, I'm out of here. Let me, yeah, go. Let yeah, me yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so just I'm just, you know, just perusing around. <laughs> yeah, just a little fat kid walking around like Nightcrawler from X-Men. <laughs> but,
1: Does yeah. any, anyone else in your family have that or, or that you know if, of?
2: If If they do, I've never heard of it.
1: They don't talk about it.
2: If I've you know. always been interested because, like, it, from my understanding, it's very rare for one person to have something yeah. like this going on. Yeah. But, and it, it it does make it fun, though, because, you know, at this point, like, Phil and I from the show, like, well, you know, we're trying to line up some more investigations because COVID kind of screwed that all up. We couldn't, it's hard right, to yeah. get like uh, But it does make that stuff fun because, you know, Whereas a lot of people be a little wary or something, he can be like, "Oh yeah, the basement's down there. There's no electricity." And I'm like, "Let's go, man. Fuck." Yeah, I, I'm good. I got, I got my phone if I need it, and we'll be all right. Let's wow, go. right?
1: That's so, amazing. Yeah, damn. I that takes a certain type of courage, I think, that a lot of people don't have for sure. So it sounds like you, at a young age, sort of dealt with that and you kind of got over it. And
2: uh, yeah, I think that's pretty. I've I just I've gotten to the point where it's just it's the most abnormal normality you know? uh,
1: sure uh, like to go back to your dad so did your dad believe in any of that stuff like did was that ever discussed at all or
2: I, I i don't remember specifically talking about it but i know he wasn't really in like enthralled when i got into high school and got into uh like ghost hunters and shit like that yeah, like, all that stuff sure. started off he never showed any interest in it. Right. I thought it was awesome. And then he got to be there when we were, he's from, uh, upstate New York. We were driving up there and, uh, actually I saw a taps van from ghost hunters. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And did you ever watch ghost hunters? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Look over and sure. Shit. Pumping gas is, uh, Dave Gonzalez and Dave Tango was walking back to the, or steve Gonzalez and dave tango was walking back from the gas station with like a bunch of bags of chips i jumped out i was 15 or 16 i that's jumped cool. out saw no shoes on i was like oh <laughs> shit i love you you are so cool oh that's great yeah <laughs> they, then go for were they cool that's awesome were they nice yeah yeah, yeah. They, they, i mean you know there wasn't much said but yeah they're really cool. inviting so, you know,
1: that's nice that's
2: nice that and sure shit 15 years later i'm basically doing the podcast version of what they did when I was a kid.
1: Right. That's cool. That's awesome. awesome.
2: But yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's been a lifelong thing where like little weird shit happens and I'm used to it. I just kind of feel shitty when there's other people around me. Like it, like stuff. I've had several experiences. Oh, Oh no.
0: Losing your battery. Or was oh. that? Did you have a uh, did you have a paranormal experience, or it was just the battery getting low? And that was the last anybody heard or saw of Travis. <laughs> That's the real mystery, boy. We would get a lot of uh, clicks if that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, did I ever tell you about this recent thing that happened to me? I was driving around in the country and it was just after dusk, so there's a little bit of light still coming on out of the sky, but it was mostly dark. I saw this black school bus. I don't think I've ever heard this. Okay, so I saw this black school bus. All the windows were tinted, and it started following me for about 15 minutes. Whoa, no. Yeah. What, what did you do? I was at work. I was making to deliveries and I just kept making my deliveries and like it would even stop and wait for me Ugh. and <laughs> yeah, so this is- But it was never close enough to where I could see it or anything, but it was following me, man. Wow. Dang. That's just an example of another really weird story that happened to me and that could have happened to you. You don't have to have a UFO encounter. You don't have to have seen the ghost of your grandmother. You don't have to know what Bigfoot smells like to have had a weird story. Basically, what we're saying is weird covers a lot of ground here on the What's Your Weird Story podcast. And we love hearing all of your stories, whether they're spooky, they're funny, they're bizarre, or they're just short, sweet, and unexplained. Kind of like our podcast.
2: Let's check check the battery.
1: All good. All, right. all good.
2: Always an important stuff.
1: <laughs> okay, so you were talking about where uh, were we? We were at. You, you ran into the taps guys at the uh, gas station. Yeah,
2: yeah and then, um, it's, like I was saying, like I, 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 at this point, like I just kind of feel bad when stuff happens uh, around people that aren't used to it. Yeah, it was like I. It doesn't, you know, like people. A lot of people think I'm crazy that don't don't believe or I think like there's a lot of people I think are just afraid and don't want anything to do with it because they don't understand it, which is valid. Right. You know, right. Human it's human. But, uh, like I'm used to, like, you know, I'll see the little stuff in my peripherals and yeah, mm-hmm. hear little auditory things here and there, stuff like that. But, uh, like mostly at work. Cause I, I we, we've always talked about, it. I've worked in the same place, on and off for 10 years, the same restaurant. Yeah. And, uh, many of us that have been there for a while are convinced that there's something going on there too. Really? Mm. Whether or not it has something to do with me. I don't know. Cause it doesn't just happen to me. Yeah. Like I know, uh, one of the bartenders, she's also an owner was the one that told all of us that she's pretty sure it's a fireman. Cause she was working by herself to close on clothes one night. Nobody in there said she saw somebody at the corner of her eye in a red shirt walked to the bathroom heard the bathroom door squeak open and closed damn waited 15 minutes and was like man that's a long poop yeah you know went to check just in case nobody wow she was kind of half-assed put an identity to what we all thought was going on but uh like little stuff here and there at that place man like I remember training my brother-in-law, actually, was training on the grill with this other dude, and I was down there doing some stuff, trying to get out of there. And nobody on the left side of me, but it sounded like somebody who just walked up was standing on me on the left side and just said, what up? And, like, I turned my head, and I was like, hold the phone. <laughs> I heard it. Yeah. There's wow. no—you guys are both over there, and, two. there's no reason why either of you would be standing there, you showing him how to, like, make a fucking— bacon cheeseburger going what up yeah you know right I Was trying to wrap, wrap my head around the idea of you know maybe maybe someone's voice got caught in the the metal bounce back and forth yeah, of yeah, yeah, the
1: yeah.
2: and blah 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 but that one I just chalked up to the game wow just you know you call it whatever yeah but we did I did have one kind of fun one when I was working me and my buddy who's still my buddy to this day who lives not too far from me he uh he was back there eating, and I was just sitting there on the prep sink talking to him, and uh, we had those big, uh, like, five-gallon metal uh, stockpots. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we had two of them, and they sat very firmly and very sturdily on the bottom shelf of one of those big stainless steel kitchen tables. Yeah. Like on the top, flat, you know. Yep. There was, was the only thing on there. It was two of those. There's plenty of room for them. And uh, I was talking to, sitting there talking to him while he was eating, and uh, middle of the conversation, one of those pots just falls off. scares mm-hmm. the holy shit out of both of us because it's a five-gallon metal pot hitting a, the ground. Mm. So we yeah. were like, well, shit, that was scary. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I, and I put it back, and we go back to bullshitting about whatever we were talking about, and 10 seconds later, the same pot falls off. Oh, wow. Yeah, and both of us scared the shit out of us again, obviously. Yeah. And both of us kind of looked at each other. We're like, so how about them bangles,
1: right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just to play the whole thing off. And I, uh, I went back to, um, you know, quick layout. It's like walk through the kitchen door, and there's the uh, expo where the runners get all the food and stuff like that. Yep. Go around the corner. There's the line. And then you go back, there's walk-in and dry stock. Yeah. So I went back to dry stock. I went to grab something. And uh, I was talking to him when I walked away because he was still back there. And um, I'm trying to think of the specific song. But uh, I think it was like uh, Lightning by, uh, shit, that 90s band Live. Live? Yeah. Um.
1: Yeah. But, Lightning yeah, like, crashes. I'm pretty sure it was mess. Mess. I'm pretty yeah. Sure
2: that was the song. So I go back there to Dry Stock and I'm grabbing something. I'm still talking to my buddy Jamie, you know, directly because, you know, and I come in, and while I'm back there, I'm still talking to him because he was there when I walked away and I was talking to him. And I'm hearing the lyrics to that song. And then I'm hearing like a quarter count late. Lyrics to that song, like almost like roundabout style. Yeah, right. Like, and then then not even a full beat later, somebody singing along to it. So I come back around and I'm talking to Jamie, and I look up and he's not in the expo window. And I was like, oh, and I come around the corner, I was like, there's nobody fucking standing. I walk out the kitchen. I was like, "When'd you come out here?" He was like, "This literally as soon as you walked away from me." Wow! And I was like, "I'm I'm gonna go cry now." That's <laughs> that kind of weird. You know, I'm used to seeing stuff and hearing little yeah. things, but I'm not hearing like there was somebody, there was something or someone singing along to that. I mean, it must have, if, if it was a ghost or a spirit in that restaurant. He loves him some '90s tunes, I guess.
1: Has that has that place been around for a while?
2: Not really. I mean, it's like, as far as the company I work for has been there for, I I think coming up on 11 years. Okay. This And then it was two restaurants before that. I think the strip that it's a part of has been there for maybe, maybe a little more than 15, less than 20. Okay. Yeah. But there does, uh, when the bartender told this, told me the story about the guy in the red shirt that she thought was a firefighter. There does happen to be like, if you go out the side patio, there's a Walgreens that they built like 15 years ago. And then immediately the next property next to that is a firehouse.
1: Oh, wow. Uh, huh. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So that, that would be so easily serendipitous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it—it it, almost—it's almost too easy. It makes too much sense. Yeah, yeah.
1: We've had a but, lot of—we've had stories of, of people come on and um, of ghosts and hauntings and stuff in in relatively new, you know, newly built homes. So it's not out of the ordinary.
2: Well, you know, like we talk about it's on our podcast, like the, a lot—a lot of this shit, I think, is just connected to the land or right or, or yeah he's, like when you get into a house or something like that like everybody talks about haunted houses like it, i i think personal opinion i've been in a lot of places i've investigated and you know snooped around in a lot of places i probably shouldn't have been in when i was younger but you know and you know i think a lot of this stuff is just it's just like memories right I think places, places, materials can hold on to memories just like a human being can. Right. Right. And, you know, that's why you hear so many stories about something going on in a house, and it's the same thing over and over and over around the same time, around the same time. Right. Which doesn't discredit any of it, you know what I mean? just I think it's a totally different thing than some having an intelligence. Right. Yeah, a lot—
0: you, you do hear a lot of people talk about there being different kinds of you know, hauntings or whatever. Um, but there are the ones like you just, like you described where it is some kind of like a, uh, an emotional record, you know, like an energy has been left there by, you know, some, but by an event, you know, and somebody is going, you know, stuck in that loop or something, but not necessarily them, but, a, you know that presence or that energy that emotion somehow is fixated there yeah well, and, I, and doing you know it's a circuit almost as if you will you know
2: yeah and i'm a, I'm a big proponent of the idea it, it, in personal opinion and with people i've talked to about this is one thing that tends to be very uh Repetitive in, especially like hauntings and houses, quote unquote hauntings, is there's always seems to be a lot of woodwork.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point.
2: I, don't know if I think I, I think that wood has, a, if you believe it, has a, a, a much stronger ability to just mm-hmm. kind of like stuff seeps into it, just like you stain it, so it oh, doesn't. Oh yeah, get backyard, you know. I agree. But, <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I've heard a lot about rock as well. You know, so like these natural organic materials that would hold something. You know, because it is a, you know, a alive at one point for you know, and lack of a better word. Well, you know, rocks are not so much
2: alive, but it's an organic thing. It's part of yeah, the earth. Exactly. I'm not not a. I would say I'm a spiritual person to an extent. I'm not religious at all. you got yeah. more power to. I, I respect everybody for what they want to believe in. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, like I, I say all the time, like my thing is like, even though I'm not religious or anything like that, like there, there's an energy to everything and it mm-hmm. doesn't way It either finds a new occupation, if right. you will, or it just kind of sticks around and yeah. Yeah. I'm just fuck with the living and have a good laugh. At least yeah. I would. <laughs> I would imagine every ghost or, Whatever anybody wants to call them is just sitting there laughing their ass off all the time while people are, you know, saying scripture because they knocked over a candle.
0: Right.
1: Right. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's weird. It's the the world that we live in, the the, and the laws that are established here are so strange because it's like you have the shit here on Earth that we're kind of used to, but then there's other things that you can't really explain, like. I used to date this girl and she was way into crystals and stuff. And I never really understood that shit, you know, and like, I really could give two shits about it. But then I've told the story before. Um, She did what they call a crystal layout where they, they put the crystals on different parts of your body and shit. And Chakra. I, yeah, I, I, I swear that uh, I, I was humming. My, my whole body was humming. And then when I think yeah. about it, like quartz and stuff like it's got a it's got a, it's got a pulse it's got a, a, a frequency that it resonates at it, it, it it's it's energy which kind of makes sense if you think about it like the big bang and how our planets are formed and and the shit that's all out there i mean it all comes together out of a massive explosion or whatever you want to think that it is some sort of massive explosion it would make sense that some of the some of the things that the rocks and the crystals and those things would, uh, would have something, you know, some sort of energy. I don't know. It's crazy course, yeah. shit, but.
2: I mean, that, that thought process is why, is why a lot of times, like, I don't want to sound like a dick, but like, I will kind of on my own kind of poo poo a lot of things when people come at me with them. Cause yeah, people are like, Oh, this, this, and this, or this haunting, this place, this, this spirit bubble. I'm like, man, Let's be real here. If ghosts and spirits are a thing, which I believe they are, we no, nobody knows. For all we know, it, it's it's interdimensional aliens that work on a wavelength that we can't see. Yeah, we yeah, don't yeah, know. exactly. Don't, simulation. They could.
1: Know? They could be. Yeah, it could be.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, I say it all the time. I'm like, dude, if 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 spirits and ghosts are real, and they work and are created the way that we tend to think they are. And you're not a creationist. This planet has been around for how long? There's been how many billions of humans and yep. living animals, all kinds of stuff. Yep. So, realistically, the way I look at it is the spirits are real. They're here all the time. They're just kind of walking around, bumping into each other, like, oh, sorry, Jim. I'm just trying to go to the next neighbor's house and watch that lady pee. I right. know, but. It's fun.
0: You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel
2: right. Like they're just it's just an ever present thing. It's just whether or not they feel the need to, or feel the need or the desire to, you know, reach out and touch somebody. Right. Whether it be showing themselves or letting themselves be heard.
1: Yeah. Right. right. It, it's to each your own. It's a fascinating subject, man. You yeah. Know, I mean, you, yeah. Cause it's, cause we'll, we'll never have the answers. Until maybe at oh, some point we'll have a clue, but I don't know. Yeah,
2: we say it all the time: like there's no such thing as an expert in any of these fields, right? Right. Like I, I hate saying stuff on TV or the internet when they're like, "This is, you know, Jim Johnson. He's a expert in demonology. No, he's not. Yeah. There's no such thing as an expert in demonology. You dick. Right. Like my, my 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 co-host Phil. Phil went online and got a a certification in demonology in like two and a half hours for like right. 30 bucks just yep. to do it. Right. Just to show it to people and be like, yeah, me too, asshole. You right. know? Right. So I'm doing it. i found a website. You can get a two for one. You can get two of them for 40 bucks. Right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, they're going to have my friends do it just so we can have it. And yeah. I was like, dude, I'll, f- I do not care. I think, yeah. think it'd be hilarious. I'm going to do that. Then I'm going to get ordained. And then.
0: Absolutely. Why not? I went online. I went online, got ordained, and yeah. uh, even used it to perform a couple of weddings. But, uh, but yeah, you can go on the Universal Church of Light, and uh, anybody could get ordained. Oh, you just fill out the form, and there you are. So,
1: so what? So, so do you go out and you actively investigate uh, like hauntings and stuff, or like are you, what? What's yeah. is, is that kind often of your thing?
2: As often as we can. I mean, it's it's chilled out a lot. It shelled out a lot because, uh, like everything else, COVID kind of took a big shit on a lot of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, I like because I've only been doing Ghost of the Night since I think March. Okay. Okay.
1: It,
2: it was a buddy of mine that I already knew. I didn't didn't know he, I didn't know he was into the paranormal let alone that at the time he had a podcast with over 100 episodes oh wow (laughs) okay we were drinking at the bar one night and he told me i was like shut the fuck up and i looked it up and i was like you sure shit do you son of a bitch that's great (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i mean even since march we've done him and i together have done one we went to uh raw's opera house in Cynthia. which we're actually planning on going to again how was that excuse me um it was odd like as far as i know we didn't catch anything on audio we didn't catch anything on video but like i saw almost like a, a small camera flash on the edge of the because it it's now a uh, a single screen movie theater okay it's a really cool place. It's like it's like twenty five or thirty bucks a head to get in there, and you can have the place for the whole night.
1: Oh damn! Oh wow!
2: Yeah, it's super cool. Uh, if we go there and we we've got a couple open spots, if either of you are close, yeah, are more than welcome.
1: Oh, that'd be awesome, cool. man.
2: Cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's cool. fun. I love doing that stuff.
1: Do you but, take? Uh, do you take? So you take an audio device. You take a video devices and stuff, and you
2: do. Yeah, the- I mean, depending on. Depending on our time frame, because that's why we we'd love to be doing more, but you know, it's tough. Yeah, shit, it's the f- in life. Like I'm working 50, yeah. 60 hours a weeks. He's working two jobs. Right. You know, yeah. trying to. Get it. But uh, yeah, you know, stuff like that. Um, audio recorders, still cameras, video camera, EMF detectors, sometimes a spirit box. Yeah. A lot of people brought up on our live stream about us getting a SLS but I'm not a fan. What is that? that? What is that? That's that's the camera where um it'll show you a camera feed and some of them have a will have a a, a grid, a mapping grid. Oh yeah, 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 okay. The,
0: the bo- is that the mo- the body motion capture the thing the camera,
2: like, picks TV up like or whatever. whatever? Got ya. Yeah. I'm, they're kind of cool, but everything I've ever seen and time I've been in the room when one was being used, it's just it, it's it's so the, the the science behind it just isn't there enough for me to yeah and any credibility to it right but uh yeah back to Raw's yeah I saw I was actually oh shit sorry. I was actually by myself the owner was still there he was going over you know doing what he does telling yeah. people like this spirit this little girl blah 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 and uh, I walked away not to say that discount anybody's experience i say that he's a liar I just I, my whole thing was I walked away because Phil was on the phone with the other guy that we we're meeting there and I didn't want to have that that subliminal stuff mm-hmm. yeah. where I'm looking for a certain thing because he told me about it and it right. sounds cool Sure. so I walked off into the theater and Phil actually was walking up on me and asked me what was up because as I guess he was as he was walking up I kind of cocked my head to the side and that's when I saw uh, it just looked like a tiny little camera flash on the edge of the, the TV, the movie screen. Wow. Point that When uh-huh. he asked me that, I didn't answer him or tell him what I saw. Cause I went around the corner to see and wait for a car to go by and see if maybe there's right. some reflection, which go figure. We, uh, we set up our stuff on the second floor and did a, uh, a live, uh, YouTube live, uh, podcast episode while we were there. Uh huh and uh there just happened to be there's like a little what do they call them the uh escape rooms
1: yeah mm-hmm.
2: yeah built those upstairs and make some extra money so that was over there and then there's also another like pull down uh screen with a projector in there for excuse me screenings and stuff like that at some point during that podcast recording sure as shit i saw that little of white light on that screen as well wow oh wow and then, yeah, and this was live. Like, wow. you can actually, there's, at one point, uh, I actually, I apologized to the anybody who, I don't remember if anybody's watching, honestly. The Wi-Fi was kind of shit, too. Yeah. So I actually apologized, because at one point after that happened, because that's usually how, in my experience, how it happens for me. It, like, something little, and if I happen to notice it, then, you know, whatever might be around is like, oh, okay so he's, 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 he's hip
1: you're in tune yeah
2: yeah he's no jive turkey we can right. fuck with this yeah <laughs> <laughs> so like I got to the point where like I just kept kind of looking on the other side of our camera because it was like over there there was the that screen up on the wall and then there was the escape room and then there was just some tables and chairs and shit there was a bunch of like our stuff and other people's stuff on that was like the mutual area because yeah. the fridge was there so you know you could take dirty water or whatever in there, mm-hmm. and I just can't. Man, like it was like the light just kept playing with my eye right there behind our camera over in that dark corner, and like I apologized to the live stream because I at one point I grabbed his flashlight and I was flashing the light, you know, up and down over there, and he was like, "What are you seeing?" And I was like, "Well, I saw that flash of light again," and then like it it was like something was just kind of toying with me. Yeah. Like it almost looked like like something real short, kind of looking around the corner of that room, and like at one point, it kind of looked like it just got real quick from one side to the other. To the point that I actually got up and like walked away from my microphone and the camera to go over there and see what the fuck was going on. Yeah, and there was nothing. Wow. And wow. then that happened, and we heard a little something. I can't couldn't tell you what it was, and uh, we kind of stopped podcast mode at that point. And uh kind of went into investigation mode a little bit, turned on the right. recorder, and we we're like, all right, well, so something's going on. Someone's here. Yeah. What else? Do something else. And audibly, even on the, you know, you guys know how the microphones work. Like we have yeah. the shit, what are they called? The microphones that don't pick up everything.
1: Yeah, dynamic mic.
2: Yes. Yeah. That's what we have. You can hear. A knock on our microphones on the podcast after we said like you know make a noise do something else which we were like that that's a pretty good knock when we heard it audibly and you can hear it on the microphones that were not pointed anywhere near or yeah, anywhere yeah, yeah. right us. right and uh, the knock from above us and probably a good 15 20 feet to our diagonally to our right okay And then after that, yeah. Maybe maybe you're
1: talking about directional mic, maybe possibly. Were you talking about picking? I don't know.
2: I I just know that the ones we use, he he he's the tech guy. Yeah, yeah. He's the. No, the ones we have are like not meant to pick up everything around them. It's meant to pick what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Which is why we're like, damn, that that was that knock was louder than we expected it. You know, it picked up on both the mics and the recorder. Yeah. Yeah, but uh. After that, some people kind of fil- trickled in because they had warned us they might. They were like, oh no, we just think it's kind of cool. We've never been around a podcast. We'd like to see what it's about. And we we're like, yeah, that's fine. You know, whatever. And uh,
0: the glamorous style of the po- uh, life yeah. of the podcaster.
2: Right. I was like, man, you know what it's like to be a podcaster? And have three half empty bottles of water, like my half empty pack of cigarettes, lighter, wallet, keys, and like a, a notebook with completely illegible writing in it at all times but yeah other than that um when we were at that location uh something we did something that was seen and experienced by myself phil and at least two other people that we didn't even know going into this we met them down there okay mm-hmm. uh had a mutual friend but we went to uh We were walking around doing stuff and, you know, nothing really after we we, we broke down the podcast equipment a little bit. Nothing really happened. And uh, so we we were walking through the the theater and he was like, oh, we can go to the basement if you want. I was like, fuck yeah, I want to go to the basement. Cool stuff happens in basements. (laughs) 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 Cool to you, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And it's in an old theater. And basically what it is is like, you know, old school death trap stairs going down. And then it's like, there was just like little, what used to be, uh, dressing rooms under the, the length of the stage. So we go down there, there's just a bunch of shit, like old seats, stuff like that. Just, it's just storage at this point. And, uh, we go into this one, go into the first room, can't really get in there. There's a bunch of old seats and like random scrap metal and stuff like that. So we're like, fuck that room. We go into the next room and i was in there and they were doing trying like evp and stuff like like trying to do recordings and asking questions and i just told everybody to stop and i was pinned on um, it was the stairs going up onto the stage out from the outside and i was just pinned on it because it was like somebody was just kind of either walking back and forth like pacing or just kind of swaying because you see between the the boards of the stairs,
1: mm. and
2: you can see the light in the, the auditorium or theater, whatever you want to call it.
1: yeah,
2: and something blocking the light back and forth from these stairs. And <clears throat> just to not make myself feel crazy, I was like, Phil, switch me spots because it was a tight area. you know there's a lot of stuff just packed in there for no reason, just storage shit. And uh, we switched spots and he was like, What am I looking at? And I was like, Look at the area between those stairs. And almost like as soon as I said that, he goes, Well, no shit. And he was like, It looks like something's blocking out the light, and I was like, I'm glad yeah, I'm not the only one. Yeah. And that continued long enough that I think two at least two of the three people that were with us down there also saw the same thing we saw. Wow. Which we could not we knew there was three other people in that building and we knew for a fact they were on the second story on the other side of the building. Wow. And uh, wow. other than that, uh, anything else that happened, uh, I did run into some uh, bats in the attic. That's a off, freaky. Well, we may or may not have. Actually, we did. Some string lights that were plugged in in order to keep the bats at bay on the third level. May They, they, they just magically became unplugged i don't know what happened <laughs> and then i'll share that and then sure shit i was like, that's fucking bats yeah. let's go <laughs> yeah all the other little things that happened like really pissed me off because it was only me which really pisses me off because like i can sit here and talk about it all day but i also can't blame somebody for being like you're full of shit man i'm like right. yeah i have no nobody to corroborate what happened yeah 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 but i know uh the only other thing that happened was in the basement, in the adjacent room, I went in, uh, we were walking around. Phil was kind of following me because he had never been on one with me. So he wanted to see what I was about. I guess he got all excited because I, uh, as soon as he brought up basement, I was like, yep. Yeah. And I started going down the stairs. No flashlight, nothing. Yeah. Um, and so I start, he just starts following me because <clears throat> I told him, I was like, man, I was like, if I get, it, you know, Not to sound like a jackass, but like, I was like, if I get some Scooby Doo vibes, like, I'm gonna, wherever my mind and my heart, if you will, takes me, I'm going there because, like, there's a reason I'm heading in a direction if I start heading in a direction. Yeah. So, like, they're still stuck on this whole stair thing trying to recreate or explain that. And I was like, and I, like, slid down a couple rooms and went in this other room that. It, it, it struck me as odd. It was like the least packed of the rooms for no reason. Mm-hmm. Even probably one of the most structurally sound. It actually had a door, not a very good one. Yeah. But. And I went in there, and uh, like while I was in there, I was in there by myself. They were still down there, no light, which is where it comes in. That have you ever? experienced or heard anybody talk about experiencing a, a figure or or not even not even necessarily figure just a, a place a spot that it's blacker than black
0: oh yeah yeah
1: we yeah. just just had one on a couple of weeks ago
2: yeah yeah so it was kind of like that thing like it, it wasn't even it didn't have a shape but like there was just a split second when i started walking like i walked by this room and i looked over and there's a it was almost like a. I think they called it a smoking table back in the day. Just like that little round table that fits between seats. Yeah. Where you could put your your cigar cutter and your you know, yep. I don't know, your plantation owner fucking titles and shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah. But there was one of those that like, just turned over, sitting in this room, and it, like this room's just it's just dusty and fucking dirty. It smells all mufty and fucked up. And I I just see like this like even in my peripherals and I, I caught it a little bit straight on when I turned, like as I'm walking by, like I just see like this, just, just super dark in the middle mm. for no. Yeah. Almost like it's looking over this little table. Oh, wow. So it wasn't a shadow because I could see the shadow of the table. Right. Being kept floor floored on the wall, like slightly behind it. So I immediately, you know, take a right turn and go in there. I'm like, yeah. What's up? Fight yeah. me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
2: fight in the dark pussy, you know? (laughs) Um, and I go in there and like that, I saw that. And then like, I, uh, was in there and I was trying to, you know, somebody had joined me by then standing outside the room with the head of recorder. And I'm asking questions as far as I know, they didn't catch anything on the recorder. Mm. So, uh, I end up just standing in that doorway with my back to that room and Phil's in front of me, and he's talking to the people that are with us, asking what they want to do. And uh, they all kind of chimed in to me because I immediately—it like, it, was—it was like something walked up on my right shoulder and just went, "Oh shit!" Like, right, like, and as soon as that happened, I turned and like they noticed because as soon as I did, I turned and I walked back in the room, and I—you yeah, had the, the door was uh, like wedged on the floor a little bit so i picked up the door and shut myself in there and they're like you okay and i'm like shut up damn it you're <laughs> ruining my life right now you're not even my real dad <laughs> <laughs> and uh like and then i start getting pissed which is normal for me yeah like I, I i don't i'm not one of those guys i've never been afraid like the the unnamed demons i'll say all the demon names i don't Give a shit. It doesn't scare me like that. Yeah, I don't believe it has the power like that over myself. Yeah, it's each their own. If you want to go in there and get oppressed and possessed, that's your fault. Right. It ain't happening. You know, right?
1: Personal. Right. To- yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And like, so I started getting pissed off, trying to call out whatever was fucking with me, because in my mind it was just fucking with me. Yeah. And as I'm doing that, I was like, all right, fine, be a pussy, you know. And then. It like it, it was, and then all I heard after that was like it was like something real quick, something little, just it was like it it, like just and like dragged across the the dusty floor next to me, which actually you know made me jump a little bit, and there was a younger kid out there, and he was like that was him, right? And I was like, shut the fuck up! I will murder you, I swear. And then like. After that, man, the rest of the night was just normal as shit. Like, even to the extent that, like, we talked about. I know not everybody believes in it, but like, I, like, I had no feeling or inkling. Like, everywhere I went, I wasn't drawn to anything. Mm. I didn't thing going on. I was like, dude. I told Phil, I was like, they can stay here till sorry, they can stay here till seven, eight, nine o'clock in the morning if they want. I, I I'm not. Yeah. I don't see the point. Whatever, whatever we were go- was messing with us or whatever was going on, it's gone.
1: Right. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. But, man.
2: Uh, yeah. It was, it was, it was an interesting night because there was not there. Like I said, there's really nothing other than that one knock on the podcast. There's really nothing that can be backed up. Right. Which is so irritating. Sure. It's always like that. all the best shit. That was nothing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that was interesting, but like, in my life, all the craziest shit that happens to me is never, there's nobody ever around. There's right. no cameras. Yeah. Nothing. Right. Exactly. Some crazy asshole. That's and I'm usually having a fucking beer and a whiskey.
1: Let's, let's talk a little more about the podcast, man. So, uh, so how often do those episodes come out?
2: Um, we do at least one a week. Um, the schedule's been a little wonky lately we tried we we tried to go for it at least by monday to go live have the episode up by wednesday or thursday on the on the feed okay and uh, every once in a while we do the the poorly named shit show on thursdays where we kind of call it's kind of like a decompression we go in there have a couple beers might have a, a loose topic yeah but just kind of rant about stuff like if you want to hear a bitch about zach bagans that's the episode okay cool (laughs) cool man. yeah nice it's a good time i mean everything paranormal true crime cryptids conspiracy theories aliens fuck current events to an extent if something's pissing us off enough
1: sure do you guys are you on all the uh on all the outlets
2: yeah uh spotify apple uh Go live on YouTube every week. I think we're going to start going live on Instagram or Facebook as well. We're on Facebook, Instagram, okay, Twitter, Patreon, all the good stuff.
1: Yeah. Is there an email or something that people can hit you at? or?
2: Um, yeah. Uh, if anybody has any cool stories or anything like that, they can send us an email at gitnpodcast.gmail.com. At uh, Instagram, Instagram is... If anybody wants to get a hold of us for any little things, is the easiest way. Okay, it's Ghost underscore Night underscore Podcast on Instagram because we were a little late to the party and we got a shitty no- domain name for Instagram. I guess,
1: <laughs> but it worked.
2: Yeah, Instagram is Instagram and email or and Twitter. I I think Twitter is just at Ghost of the Night. Um, those are the easy, best ways to get a hold of us. if okay. anybody has questions or ideas or
1: sweet man. And how many episodes since you joined uh, him is, have, you, uh, have you guys done?
2: 40? Almost 40. Oh, that's good, man. Wow. or 40. That's great. Yeah. So, yeah we Just did uh, Lisa Lamb in the Cecil Hotel this week. Nice. I had, had a good time with that. I might have made a little too light of some of the suicides and stuff like that, but they're just good, man. When you tell me that a woman jumped out of a story window and got tangled in some telephone wires and you expect me not to make a tarzan joke
1: yeah right right <laughs> you're just asking for it yeah
2: yeah i know but that's okay we don't have that bridge across years ago
1: <laughs> that's funny <laughs> though. that's a awesome good time. that's awesome man we appreciate you coming on man spend some time with us
2: yeah dude yeah i appreciate you guys having me
1: it's always good to talk to to people that are you know kind of doing the same thing and uh you know we've we've really we've been doing this for three years, and we find that yeah, uh, you know, we we just we rely on people that have good stories to come on and and like yourself, man, just deliver every week we we get something we don't know really what we're gonna get. But every yeah. every freaking week, man. I mean it's just been it's been amazing. And so uh to, to get people like you like yourself that wants to come on and hang out for a little bit and talk and uh we we, we really do appreciate it, man.
2: Yeah, like I like just kind of appreciate you guys having me on. I mean anything to help, you know? Hey, everybody, this is Dave Schrader from the Holzer Files on Travel Channel. You're listening to What's Your Weird Story.
0: And the girl, the babysitter girl, she picked up the phone, and there was a policeman on the other side. And he said, we've tracked the phone call, and it's coming from inside the house!
1: Whoa. Yeah, dude. I love those urban legend stories
0: dude I do too and you remember the one where the girl it's always the babysitter or it's the kids making out in lovers lane but there's the one where the girl comes up and she finds the kids are watching tv and she turns them around and their face says spaghettios
1: oh man or the hook guy remember the oh, hook the guy
0: hook. the hook was hanging from the rearview mirror yeah yeah So if you got a story that is similar to any of those awesome urban legends, we want to hear it. Because, you know, those urban legends, man, they started off as somebody's true life weird story. It's got to be true somewhere. Man, I, uh, well, first of all, Travis, once again, thank you for joining us and sharing those stories, um, that the stories about his, well, I guess his dad, you know? Yeah. Um, that's just, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's crazy. I mean, you know, cause he didn't really, from what I understood it, he didn't really see it or hear too much of it as much as his then fiancee did. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, who didn't like her, but uh, you know, she, she, uh, I guess she took care of business, you yeah. know,
1: she settled the score or whatever. I don't know. Well, at least, but. at least she, uh, Pass the message on, you know, I think, I think he, uh, I think he understood what it meant. You know, I think he understood what, what, what his dad was trying to, uh, get across to him. But, you know, that's one of those things where that's a tough, that's a tough thing. You're, you're a young man and you're trying to find your way out, you know, in the world. And, um, you know, sometimes these relationships that we have with, with our, um, our parents are strained and and that's hard, especially when you don't have the opportunity as an adult to mend some of those things. And, um, it sounds like that he's really, um, you know, he's, he's made the attempt to get himself to where he needs to be, which is great. Um, sometimes, sometimes that's what it takes. And, uh, yeah, he has a really an interesting ability, uh, sounds like, uh, to see things and, um, mm-hmm. or, t- you know, to, um, has some sort of communication that he's got with the other side. And, and those, the, the story about him going and the, the ghost hunting, mm-hmm. um, in the theater was a great story
2: also.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And like, obviously, you know, if you and I were on one of those investigations, probably wouldn't be, see, even if we were pointed out, probably would, I certainly wouldn't see anything. Definitely.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, I don't know what to say because we've had people on uh, more than a few that have the ability to see things that we just aren't able to see. You know, I think some of that is uh, um, you're born with it. And I'm sure you can develop to a certain degree, some of that, but for the most part, I think you gotta, it's gotta be in the blood.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It does seem like, I mean, as we've heard before, it does seem like there's a lineage of where it goes through, um, people who have these abilities, um, as we'll hear, well, we'll hear a little bit about that, that next week. Um, but yeah. And you know, it's just, it's, it's it's a gift. It seems like it's a gift, you know. And uh, he's he's you know he's using it and he's used to it, so it doesn't really scare. It doesn't scare him at all. He's certainly not fearful of any of it. Yeah. Um,
1: so yeah, which that's is, really cool. No, that is yeah. I mean that. It, I think many people would be um, their reaction in that kind of a situation where you're in a dark, uh, unfamiliar place that has some history would probably freak them out, but. Yeah. He's able to go in there with guns blazing and just bring it on, kind of an attitude. And that's, uh, that's, um, you know, commendable to say the yeah. least, you know? So, yeah. Thanks again to Travis for coming on and, uh, yeah, sharing stories. Those, yeah. Sharing those stories. Great stuff, yeah. man.
0: And go check out his podcast, Ghosts in the Night. Um, we're, uh, we're, we're going to tune into them as well, and uh, it'll be it's cool. You know, they're going to hopefully we'll get some more talk to his partner maybe in the future and some more f- mutual friends. So yes, very cool. Um, yeah, man, we've got more coming your way. Um, we, we've got some cool stuff coming. We got next week. We've got Robin, who is uh, very very gifted in. Uh, being, she's a medium. I guess that's the yeah. easiest way to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> she's very in tune. And uh, we had a great conversation. She was a lot of fun and just a lot of amazing positive energy, you know? Yeah. Uh, so that'll be here with you next time on the show. But uh, we also, we want to hear your stories if you haven't shared before, or even if you have shared before and you've got more to tell, we want to hear them. You know that. Um, you can contact us through our website uh, where you can listen to all of our episodes. If you're new and haven't discovered that yet, uh, you can uh, contact us through our email, which is W Y W S or through our social media, uh, Instagram, twitter facebook page we're there we'll we'll listen we love to contact uh, and connect with you guys and hear your stories and hear your thoughts uh it's all good here in the weirdsville neighborhood thanks again for joining us we'll see you next time here on the what's your weird story podcast until then be safe be weird as always The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.
2: What professional wrestler's butthole would you like to see the most? (laughs)